0: LifeKit is rethinking New Year's resolutions. All this January, we're thinking about both really big and really small changes. If you're wanting to change up your life and start fresh, we've got you covered. If you're looking to just make your home a little nicer, we got you there too. Listen now to the LifeKit podcast from NPR.
1: For NPR Music, it's all songs considered with our annual exploration of the weird, the loud, the wonderful, and yes, indeed, the wonderful, and yes, indeed, it's Viking's choice, and this is Accidente. ah uh, yes indeed vikings choice and i'm joined by lars gottridge uh this is uh i think you pointed out maybe our 10th year doing this maybe
2: more possibly we've been doing this <laughs> so long bob we've been doing so long and it's 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 so sad not to be able to do this with you in a studio
1: yeah we crank it pretty loud yeah i'm just <laughs> gonna say
2: <laughs> and speaking
1: of loud let's tell people what vikings choice is for those who don't know This is music that you have fallen in love with over the year. Uh, This is music that likely isn't on many people's lists.
2: Right, yeah. I spend a lot of my time listening and reading about and just generally loving uh, punk metal experimental music, ambient drone music that is not of this world, very cosmic psychedelic music. But I also like Top 40 Pop, but that's that's not what we're doing here. That's not not here today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: indeed. Um, so that was Accidente. I don't know them. Uh, I sure do love that song. And tell us about
2: it. Uh, Accidente is from Madrid, Spain. And Madrid has a really stellar punk scene that I've been enjoying uh, really diving into for the past few years. And... Uh, I was turned on to Accidente from uh, a member of the band Crying. They recommended Accidente to me, and uh, this record kind of came out of the blue during the summer. It wasn't announced; it just it popped up on their bandcamp page, and I was like, "I will buy that immediately." And you know, they exist in this perfect nexus of like pop punk and like really catchy power pop, so you know, Buzzcocks and the Avengers kind of like all mixed in together. And they write these huge, hooky songs to write songs against fascism and patriarchal violence. But they also write songs for kind of like a fight ahead. So it's like, it's a little mix of here's the darkness, here's the light, but we're going to blast you with the light.
1: Love it, love it, love it. The variety of stuff coming up is is really right hand, left hand, sharp turns all along. We're going to play something by Backwash. That's what's next. What are we in for?
2: Backwash is a Zambian-Canadian rapper based out of Montreal. And I just got turned on to her this year. She's been putting out records for for, for a little bit, but I was really knocked out of the part immediately with this new record called God Has Nothing to Do With It, Leave Him Out of It, which is a great <laughs> album title. Yeah, it is a really great album. But it starts with an a, a sample of Ozzy Osbourne, and so that's going to click me in right away. Yeah. But the, the thing that Uh, maybe you'll hear, and especially when you'll hear in the song we're about to play, is that she's really invested in the the samples that she uses and why she uses them. So we're going to listen to a song called Black Sheep.
3: Yeah.
0: Giants from a dad, place some- them
1: This is a uh, a Polaris Prize-winning album, I'm told, which is a a really prestigious award to win in in Canada. It really helps launch lots of careers.
2: Yeah, it's launched the careers of uh, artists like uh, Lido Pimienta, who also put out a f- fantastic record in 2020, and you know. Backwash is maybe like kind of like an underdog in that very long list. But I I was just and I'm not I'm not usually one to get excited about awards. I have I have a thing about award shows. (laughs) But the Polaris Prize, I've always been impressed with uh, the level of quality and thought that goes into how uh, they choose the albums they pick. And especially this past year when they really put a focus on. Black and Native musicians in Canada. And I thought this record was such a great one for them to choose because as heavy as it is and as bracing as it is, it's also a record that explores forgiveness in a a really fascinating way to me because Backwash... His name is Ashanti, is a Black trans-feminine artist and had a hard time breaking into Montreal's music scene. This is sort of a story about that, but it's also a larger story about how uh, we find power from that, how we find power from the anger that may drive and that pushes against so many Black queer folks. I I, I found this record extremely energizing. I, I love coming back to it.
1: So Backwash, if you're looking for it, it's B-A-C-K with an X, W-A-S-H. We will put, uh, where we can, Bandcamp links, so when you love the music, you can not only just hear the whole thing, but you can go and support the artists you love.
2: Every single artist we're featuring on today's show is a Bandcamp artist. That is, I mean, it's kind of my thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So we've
1: gotten louder, but not necessarily noisier, but that's going to change. That is
2: all going to change right now, Bob, so... I'm going to ask you to hit play on Lion's Blood by Duma and just we're going to let the assault just happen. All right, here we go.
1: What's going on? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I can't tell whether, they're I mean, there are obviously drummy sounds, but I can't tell if any of these noises are actual instruments. <laughs> Who's Duman?
2: What are they doing? Dimba is a, a, a duo based out of uh, Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, they hooked up with a great a label based out of Uganda called Ngige Nikigi Tapes, who puts out like a a lot more experimental electronic kind of music. And so Duma is a is kind of a a meeting of those minds of the kind of the experimental electronic sound that uh, that label has kind of cultivated over the last few years. But also Apparently this Kenyan metal scene that I really should know more about <laughs> and in a year that just felt like chaos this was the sound of 2020 to me it was just it, it just it just it was just so intense and overwhelming and we didn't know what to do with it and through that uh kind of like this like insane a uh, catharsis came out of it is this
1: like guitar distortion i'm hearing do you have any idea what the sounds are that they're using there's not a drummer in this
2: duo right there is a mix so there's a vocalist and there's the guy who makes all the music okay and so the guy who makes all the music you know is a multi-instruments he he plays guitar he can pro- he can program drum beats but he's also playing organic drums and they kind of mesh together and he'll manipulate those sounds to to really speed it up as you can as you can, you feel your heart rate just explode.
1: Yeah, a true blanket of noise yeah. for sure. <laughs> Amazing. So it's Duma uh, Lion's Blood is a song. How about if we go to something that has like an airy open sound to it?
2: Yeah, let's bring this down a little bit. This is another one that Maybe I'll just introduce the artist and we play some of the music because it it says so much with so little. Uh, This is a violinist named Ayesha Orazbaeva, and this is a song called Blurry Wake Song.
1: She did this um, in a big empty house, from what I understand, which uh, it sounds like.
2: Yeah. So this is Ayesha Orasbayeva, and uh, the name of this record is called "Music for Violin Alone," and that's exactly what it is. <laughs> she went on maternity leave a couple of years ago, and 2020 was supposed to be the year that she returned to the stage. Um, she is uh, she's based out of London, but uh, she is from Kazakhstan. And so imagine just how crushing that is, right? You, you, you've you gone through this, like, I- incredible moving experience, giving birth to a child, and you spend time nurturing that child. And you're like, all right, I'm ready to go back to creating uh, music. And you can't. And... Uh, You know, a lot, so many musicians had that terrible experience over this past year, and this, while this definitely like captures a moment in time, I return to this album so often. It's 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 literally just Ayusha with her violin. She's playing Bach and James Tenney and John Cage, Um, and this piece that we're playing right now is by a um, younger composer named Oliver Leith. And I love just how you can feel the strings. You can feel her pushing against her violin. It's a very, it's a very tactile performance. But she also spends a lot of time resting in silence, which is <laughs> something I needed in 2020. I needed moments of beauty, and then I needed moments to reflect on it and then be gently brought back in.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how many of these pieces of music, and we might not even know how many of these pieces were written in response to COVID, in her case, during the first couple of weeks of the lockdown. Um, the the song we played before, the Duma Cut, could easily have been a response to it. I don't know. We certainly project uh, those things as listeners. Yeah. But this is clearly uh, a reaction. And it it's
2: a reaction to the time. And the, the last piece of the record is one that she wrote that she composed herself, so you feel that tension and that solitude in that piece. Beautiful, so where to? We're gonna stay instrumental. The debut album by an LA-based DJ and producer named Moral called Push really had me yearning to be in a club, but not in a club where you're dancing, but in a dark basement somewhere where somebody's spinning really cool records and you're just having a nice drink and maybe chatting with friends, but more than likely just vibing. So I wanted to play a little bit of that. This track is called Boucher.
1: where the, the source of the samples are here, they do sound old and it makes me just sort of wonder what uh, the people who originally sang this and recorded it, what they would think of taking tradition and turning it into this. I love it. Uh, I know obviously you love
2: it. So, uh, Maral is uh, is based out of LA and she's Iranian-American and this is her debut. She's put out some mixtapes and uh, different mixes and stuff like that but uh, for her first proper introduction to the world she decided to dig into old Iranian folk and classical records and create uh, basically a psychedelic vo- voyage over the course yeah. of uh, over over an album. It pulls equally from like dub and punk and noise, and it's like you heard a little bit of distortion happening in that song. So sometimes she really pushes it into the red to really let it bleed out a little bit. The thing that like I read, I've read some interviews and some bio around this record, and the thing that she talks about is that it was really important for her to honor the compositional and improvisational aspects of the music that she was sampling. So she's not just pulling stuff. She's not just sampling to make a cool beat. She actually is engaging with the history of her heritage. I don't know a ton about Iranian folk or classical music, but it feels genuine and it feels lived in and it feels homey and like I said, I really just want to be in a in a in a dark basement somewhere, of listening to this record and just just vibing the hell out.
1: So Maral is her name, mm-hmm. and the record is Push. And uh, again, we'll put all these songs up online. Uh, Lars, think about that dark club. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back, and we're gonna take you're gonna take us somewhere else, yeah. Of course. <laughs> and you're listening to All Songs Considered from
0: NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Othertone, a podcast from Pharrell that glimpses into the minds of our culture's geniuses and how they think about life, art, and everything in between. Link up with people from the worlds of music, tech, business, art, and fashion for conversations that are human, inspiring, unexpected, and fun. Check out the first few episodes featuring brilliant guests like acting phenom Zendaya, sensational pop artist Rosalia, and creator of Blackish Kenya Barris. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You're connected to All Songs Considered. I am Bob Boylan. I am here, well, sort of within uh, miles of DC with Lars Godridge, our Vikings' choice human who digs for music uh, that I don't find all year long. Uh, and we're recapping. A year in oddity and listening to music that was some in response to that odd year and some that just feels really right. Yeah,
2: some that just kind of met the occasion, whether it be our rage or our need for something to calm us down a bit.
1: I know one of the artists you were most excited about and have been for a couple of years is an artist known as More Mother. That's what we'll play next, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So More Mother had kind of an insane 2020. And as much as anybody could have a good 2020, she just kept putting out so much music. She released a record with Irreversible Entanglements, the free jazz group. She did collaborations with the flautist Nicole Mitchell with the electronic producer Mental Jewelry, with the rapper Billy Woods. That came out in the very last weeks of 2020. And I'm, I'm just like barely scratching the surface oh, <laughs> of like wow. everything that she, she released in, in that last year. So I, I was trying to think of like the album that kind of encapsulates everything she did and this sort of comes close. She put out a record called Circuit City. It was originally, she calls it a choreo poem, which is like a, a fancy word for a, a musical. And it's basically a free jazz musical with electronics and with uh, the Free Jazz Group Irreversible Entanglements, and it's phenomenal. So I wanted to play uh, a little bit of this track, Circuit Break.
3: The myth, the wagging tail, long in beast, heavy in blood, invisible giants, holographic skies and god wars, the myth. and beast, heavy in blood, invisible giants, holographic skies and god wars. upon a cave of darkness no lights.
1: so we were in a basement earlier and, yes <laughs> and this took me to a like a, a loft I might have been in in the late 70s uh, you know or uh, it, the, the, it feels like more like this is a performance piece and maybe that's what you were getting at when you talked about uh, you call this a something poem? What was the word? You a used? choreo hey. poem. A choreo poem. Were, were these performance pieces, or that turned into records? Like, would, would she do this?
2: So this was stage pieces at all? Yeah. So this was uh, written as a, a play, more or less. Okay. It's probably better for me to to read uh, kind of like the quick synopsis. Uh, it's a part musical, part choreo poem, part play. About public, private ownership, housing, and technology, set in a living room in a corporate-owned apartment complex. <laughs> so some it. real, so it has yeah. like a real like uh, futuristic dystopia kind of vibe to it. But this is stuff that uh Mother really cares about. She frequently mentions in interviews that you don't hear like not too many musicians make it out of the housing projects where she came from and so like the fact that she was able to really speaks to kind of like the systemic injustice against black folks in inner cities and in housing projects and things like that so this record uh, circuit city is kind of a med- meditation on that idea where you really have to fight your way out for liberation. And in fact, my, my favorite quote, it's not on this track, it, ha- it happens elsewhere in the record, but she speaks, you can't go to war without a drum. You cannot time travel, seek outer and inner dimensions without free jazz, <laughs> which just kind of says, says it all to me. That's beautiful. More mother of the- The track is called Circuit Break and the album is Circuit City. So let's go poppy. Yeah, we're going poppy. (laughs) Well, we're going underground pop. We're not going for the the top. Yeah, yeah. Not going to the top of the
1: charts. (laughs) So, where are we going? Because I saw the writing here. It ain't something I can read. And I don't even know if I read it from left to right or right to left.
2: (laughs) So, this is the Russian artist, uh, Stereo Polina. Because I couldn't travel in 2020. I kind of let myself play tourist by going down band camp rabbit holes of underground music scenes around the world. So I became really interested in music from Mexico, from Tunisia, but I also spent a lot of time in Russia, which is obviously a very large country. (laughs) So I barely scraped the surface, but I I really found some great labels that uh, primarily deal in uh, post-punk and goth and dark wave and hardcore. But uh, also, there's just like a ton of great synth pop out of <laughs> Russia. I came across this artist and I was like, oh, this is exactly my thing. So my Russian is bad. Believe it or not, I took Russian, Bob, in college. This was a mistake. I, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> she will have to forgive my uh, pronunciation. But this is Stereo Polina with the track post Uh, You know what? No, I'm not going to even try. (laughs) It's loosely (laughs) translated. The name of the song is Last Date.
1: I just want to sing along with that little synth line. It reminds me of uh, a little orchestral maneuvers in the dark or something. Oh, yeah. Total yeah, a- or- empty move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was super fun to listen to. And uh, so tell me uh, more about a band whose name I can't pronounce, but we'll put online <laughs> so you can.
2: Well, I admittedly most of the most of what you can find about stereopolina is in Russian <laughs> so I don't know how much help I can be to you there, pop <laughs> and like I said uh, my Russian I, I I barely passed Russian in college but this was just like one of those one of those like really happy discoveries like when I when I really needed something poppy and sleek and fun stereopolina is a record which I'm gonna attempt to to say Institututori <laughs> e
1: That sounded good to me. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I, I went ahead. I went ahead and looked up some of the words because I was wondering, like, okay, what's the song about? My favorite line that I found through translation was. I will delete your number, and smoke will fill the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just it's like just, a re,
2: just a, a record I needed at just that came at just the right time and has hasn't left the entire year. And I'm going to continue to explore Russia's music, different music scenes. It's been extremely rewarding.
1: That's fantastic. So let's go somewhere completely different. Let's let's go ambient again.
2: Yeah, we're coming back to America to San Antonio with um, the composer and musician Claire Rousset. Claire kind of like splits the difference between the two kinds of music that she tends to make. She is a free jazz drummer or works a lot in free improvisation and has released a lot of music in that realm, but also works a lot with field recordings and what she kind of jokingly calls emo ambient. (laughs) So uh, really tender ambient music, I guess you could call it. And she put out a ton of records this year, especially fell for a record called Both. And it's two side-long pieces, so we're going to play an excerpt from the track Two Things.
1: There's much of this record that, when I just had it on and was walking around my apartment, I think oh, dogs barking outside, or oh, who's tapping uh, on the on the pot in the kitchen? <laughs> um, there are moments that go by where there's no. We picked a, a part where there's a piano playing. There are parts where there's no musical instrument of any kind. Not to say that it's not, not that there's not musicality to the way she puts these uh ambient beds together was that
2: her playing the piano so uh, i actually reached out to her because i I know she's a drummer and i know she dabbles in other instruments but it turns out it was uh, a a cheap little keyboard that uh she played to her iphone uh, while she was in mexico city so the First side of this record uh, features field recordings and sine waves from a a library in San Antonio, where she lives. And the the B side is field recordings from a trip in Mexico City. So you heard birds chirping. You heard uh, at some point you hear musicians play that are not her. You hear airplanes fly, and Mm -hmm. you hear snippets of conversation. And this is a similar to thing for me. Like when I went down the rabbit holes of like exploring music in Russia and Tunisia and stuff like that, like I need to travel. And this was a way for me to do it in kind of a more interior way. It allowed my mind to just kind of go blank for 40 minutes or so and just like be completely absorbed by this dream world that Claire built from real places, which is a really fun thing to think about, that you can still... Make magical things happen out of the most ordinary things. And for
1: people who may have some time in 2021, who want to go down in rabbit holes and excursions and adventures, talk a little bit about how you approach much of it is on bandcamp, but how do you approach
2: your discovery? Because I think that'd be great for some people to go further. 2020 was the year of the newsletter. I started a newsletter. Vikings Choice now has like a newsletter that you can subscribe to and you get a weekly update. Tell folks how. Like most newsletters, you can find it on Substack. (laughs) So vikingschoice.substack.com. And it's basically a continuation of what the Vikings Choice column was on NPR until it needed to move off site so I could focus on other projects here at work. But I started following a lot of music journalists that were suddenly out of work. And some of them have, you know, paid newsletters. And it's just like a it's a it's a good way to support folks who are, um who love music and are have incredible ears. But also bandcamp. It's like I, I know I say it like a million times whenever I'm on this podcast, but one of my biggest tips, you can follow people, you can follow uh labels, you can follow bands, and you can follow other just users and fans, but My pro tip is to follow hyper-specific genres or places. So you can follow Indonesia, you can follow Russia, you can follow specific cities like St. Petersburg, uh, you can follow epic metal and underground rap. And this is how I was able to kind of get clued into some music before I kind of saw it in other places. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's how I got to Stereopolina at some point. Fantastic. So... Are we going to go out on something loud, maybe? Yeah, something—we uh, started with something uh, triumphant, and I wanted to end on the same note. So there was a lot of doom and gloom in 2020, and I-, I felt it very deeply, but I was also very blessed to have family and friends who were so supportive. I sought out music that did the same, and this next band is a, a blend of hard-pumping, fist-pumping escapism, but also some— real feminist (laughs) stories. So I can keep going all over the world, Bob, and I keep picking artists in names that I can't pronounce very well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also took French in high school, also was not good at that. Um, But this next band is from Lyon, France. They're called Moir (laughs) Mo- <laughs> Go to the
1: All Songs website, look for Vikings yes. Choice, and you find all the spellings there. We'll save, we'll save you
2: there. Yeah, it's it's French for murderers. And uh, they're basically veterans of the uh, French punk scene who decided they want to start a speed metal band about French medieval history. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but the vocalist who really just has this dynamite battle cry voice, her name is Floor. She was basically giving carte blanche that the band was like, we want to do songs about French medieval history. You can do whatever you want within that realm. And she comes back with these like epic stories about French women during the Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> totally. If you're a fan of Iron Maiden, Judas, Judas Priest, and Merciful Fate, this is going to be your new favorite band. What's the name of the tune? So this is the track, Illinois by Murtrier uh and it's their self-titled mini record you're going to be storming castles by the end of the song
1: (laughs) that's great well thanks for wrapping up 2020 for us and then also giving so many of us something to travel down and look for and a way to approach and listen to music for 2021 we all love music we all get stuck in our boxes and this is a good way out so thanks
2: thanks bob i hope to hope to be on the show a lot more in 2021
1: When you got something exciting, let me know. I
2: will. Thanks, everybody. Here we go. Are we ready?
1: For NPR music. Bye bye, Lars Godridge. Bye, Bob. Thanks for having me. It's all songs considered.